the situation keeps uh, keeps on changing uh, from hour to hour, of course, and it's very worrying that the, the numbers of injured uh, keeps uh, going up. Uh, but, and there are several areas which are not re- reached uh, as of yet, though. But on the other hand, since I worked for the Red Cross for 15 years, it's also a privilege to see this machinery of humanity. I mean, relief aid is going in, the airport is not damaged, that we can fly in our goods. Uh, the overwhelmed hospitals will uh, get assistance with field hospitals coming in. And to see this immense, immense uh, solidarity from all over the world, South Africa as well, uh, it, it's, it's encouraging even in this dark hour. Are people still being found alive? Yes, they are. And there are search and rescue teams, as, uh, as I understand, of, uh, of all the sites, at, at least in Kathmandu. And since I worked in other earthquakes, though, I mean, we've we got to remain hopeful. And there are people who have been found under the rubbles for days after. But normally you talk about the window of 72 hours. But let's just hope for the best. How are your teams coping with the relief efforts? Uh, to, be, to be very honest, I mean, a first appeal from the International Red Cross has been launched, and, and that was two days ago. And what you use in situations like this is the experience from uh, the people on the ground, like the Nepalese, uh, the Nepal Red Cross Society. And uh, also, we, we have, unfortunately, been predicting earthquakes in Nepal for several years now, and our worst fears have actually come true both the UN and the Red Cross, we had simulation exercises last fall, and everybody has also updated their contingency plans. So the, the, the numbers are available, and how many people would probably be affected or how many people are at risk, that, that was taken into to consideration. So now we're relying on all the preparedness we had before, all the plans that were there. If the warning signs were there, could anything have been done to prevent the scale of the devastation we're seeing today? Uh, what is very evident here is that the Kathmandu Valley is a very densely populated area, hilly terrain with 2.5 million people, and very many of the buildings are, are fragile. And as we, we, we've seen, though, that they have come down, a lot of over 60,000 houses have been... Uh, partially or wholly damaged, and uh, people cannot return to them, though, I mean. But the preparedness you had as the people were taught how to behave if an earthquake um, was going to come, and all the volunteers that you had on the ground who could quickly get hold of equipment and, and, and run to the sites, I mean, try to access the villages, that is what has been helpful. But the worst is, you know, you, you can never predict earthquake. And that I wish could change.